This is a Props.com production. The Bostonian is Matt Perrault. This is our f- city. The book is Dave Sherapan. Pay him. Pay that man his money. Together, they are the Bostonian versus the book. You covered! You covered 12! I covered! Follow the show on Twitter at Boston versus the book. How do you like them, Matt? Bringing you the best insight on sports betting news, Matt and Dave's daily picks, and an entertaining and unfiltered dive into the sports betting industry. Here's Dave Sherapan and Matt Peralt. And here we go. call friday if you aren't awake you are awake now wake up friend get up or off with that we appreciate everything you guys send to us friday friday roll call friday dave sheriff and matt perrault live on spoon live on youtube twitter sports good replay we've got a lot to get to today and i am angry (laughs) out of the gates today (laughs) i got a lot to say today (laughs) about faking fucking deaths (laughs) <laughs> what are we doing? All right. Listen. I'm mad. Today. <laughs> get the get the log ready. All right. We're both fired up. It's been a long week. All right. And everybody's here. The chat is loaded up. I pardon our French, but there might be a lot of whole George Carlin seven bad words <laughs> that you can't say on TV. We're never getting off the fucking late night, so we're gonna say <laughs> All of the bad words right out the gate with the searing hot take of the day. P. Raw, go. Okay. So normally you guys get the Omaha steak searing hot take of the day at the end of the show. Too hot. Two things are happening simultaneously that makes this now the lead part of the show. At first, Omaha Steaks is bringing back the half off sale. It did so well. They're bringing it back. So now everything is half off on the site. OmahaSteaks.com plus 30 bucks off using the promo code BVB. All right. It's the holiday season. They got all these curated packages. Dave's brother got his meat yesterday. Farrah got his meat yesterday as well. You guys will get this in a very cool, easily storable package or boss, coworker, whoever, family member like Dave did. Great holiday gift ideas. OmahaSteaks.com. Half off sale. It's back. Plus BVB. 30 bucks off using that code at checkout. Minimum order required, but 30 bucks off. BVB. This morning. Yes. The internet, including Darren Rovell having to go do different interviews of the Action Network because he was involved in this whole scandal, if you want to call it that. What'd he do? Drew Brees has a commercial that he is shooting for points bet. Mm. In the video that comes out, it looks like Drew Brees gets struck by lightning. Everyone starts to go, wait, what's going on? Is Drew Brees okay? Did this happen? Did he actually get struck by lightning? The problem with all of this is that points bet tried to act like he actually got killed. They started tweeting things out. Like we are in communication with drew Brees, people. We are efforting to try to figure out what happened. 
they tried to play it off like he actually died. Oh, and oh, what? all it was what? was a stunt for what they call lightning bets, which I we don't have points bet here in Vegas, so I'd never used this lightning bet idea. Oh no, this is so bad. Like, this is so not what we should be doing to promote sports betting. What are we doing? I can't figure this out. Who, what 21-year-old PR executive raised his, his or her hand in a meeting and was like, you know what would be a really cool idea? Let's put Drew Brees in Venezuela and let's act like he gets killed. And then let's have him shoot the commercial in the hospital, or sorry, in the ambulance in a gurney where he's laying down going, oh, you know, I'm okay. I got struck by lightning. And then he comes out of the ambulance and then they get struck by lightning a second time. Viral videos don't always work, people. It oftentimes, media members were texting Drew Brees. Hey, man, are you all right? Are you okay? He's like, yeah, I'm fine. It was all a gag. It was all a joke. No big deal. Sorry to worry. Sorry to make everyone be concerned about my safety. Not um, all good pub is great pub, in my opinion. I mean, we've, we've we've had this discussion many times about talking to people about sponsoring the show, coming on the show, all these different things. Um, we're talking about it. I mean, it, it 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 broke up our whole rundown. It got you fired up to drop a couple f bombs right at the top of the show, Dave. Did they tweet? We are aware of the media coverage regarding points bet Brandon Baster Drew Brees. We are in communication with Brees's team and will continue to monitor events throughout the coming hours. At this stage, we will not be making any further comment. F you. So like straight up, like, like, like really like that is, I'm so mad about this that they decided not only just to do it, mm. but then to actually push a narrative that like, you know, he might be hurt, you know, I have no further comment. Like, do you think that that was done tongue in cheek and it just didn't read that way? You can't read tone. You cannot read tone or put an emoji. Put a joke, put a put a laugh, put something on there that makes it somehow you feel like this is not actually happening. That this is actually a joke, not a big deal. It's a PR stunt, blah, blah, blah. TMZ, we just put it up on the screen. TMZ had to go do a story on it. They had to go and try to figure out, like, okay, is Drew Brees really, did he really get hit with lightning? Hmm. I mean, I, we've gone low, but we keep on dropping the bar. Like we keep on lowering the bar. Mm. I mean, I thought the lowest we were going to get is just basically like people without their clothes on, but I guess I was wrong. Now we're further than Now we're going even further down the line. <laughs> I thought that was the low of the low. <laughs> I respect that hustle. <laughs> Me too. To be honest. <laughs> it's if I, if I can, if I could get it, uh, you know, back to, to the fighting weight. I'm not opposed to posing in a thong somewhere, oh, yeah. somewhere myself. Like, sure. listen, if it, if it happens, it happens. I'm just saying. Um, <laughs> well, I thought you were going to come with. Did you did you hear about the, the Kanye stuff? Like with, with Chris Paul and, and all that stuff? That's not a story. Not to me. Whew, thank goodness. It's a sick human being saying sick things to another sick human being. And I mean, on the way out. He he he's Chris Paul. Hey, yeah, by the way, yeah, yeah. Chris Paul married, caught him with my wife. Oh, okay. <laughs> what? 
What is going on? There's no rules. There's no, there's not even. I don't Are there rules? Do you ever go on air and actually say the words, you know, Hitler? There's some good things about Hitler. Like, <laughs> like, I don't know. That sentence in itself gets you canceled. I don't know. Call me crazy, but that sentence alone gets you canceled. I, I just don't understand it. Like, I didn't even know the Breeze story. And I saw it in a rundown. So then I clicked the, the link and I was like, wait a second. What did they say? Lightning bets, lightning, yeah, lightning bets. Yeah, it's it's it, it, it's all. Are all. these people? I'll ask you the bigger picture question because I struggle with this all the time. Do these people know the business at all? No. Like they don't understand the sports book business at all. That's the problem. Because, because they're not really marketing to sports gamblers. That's fine. Right. I mean, that's what they're not really trying to attract someone who really wants to place a bet. They're trying to get brand awareness with somebody who maybe has never placed a bet in their life who might think about it. Okay. Or just think about their brand when they think about sports. Fine. They don't even have to push them to actually betting on it, but they go, oh, yeah, that's that sports book that does those funny commercials. And they don't even have to make bets. But all of that said, and that's fine. Marketing is marketing. Eyeballs are eyeballs. You try to draw attention. The town crier did it from the beginning of time. But you have to have some basic understanding of the business. You have had, I don't care how much you bet if you bet at all. I don't care about your bets. I don't. But you have to at least understand what you're doing. When you go on and say this stuff and then equate it to lightning, lightning bets, look at points, bet, look at us. Guys, somebody got to be a grown up in a room and say, you know what? This one's a little too far. Maybe we should, maybe we should say something. Like Again, if they had put the video out and immediately said it was a joke or like cut back to Drew Brees going like, oh, no, I'm fine. I'm fine. Like a joke in video. It was placed as if it was a real news story that Drew Brees actually got hit by lightning. If you watch the video, we won't play it, but he, it's, it looks like Drew standing up doing a commercial for points bet. And then there's lightning in the background. It's fake. But then it comes back and hits and it hits him and it, the whole place blows up. And then the next time you see or hear anything from points bet, they're talking about no further comment. Can't make any further comments. We are so they're probably actually doing it tongue in cheek, but they don't realize they're doing it tongue in cheek, or or, or or no one else realizes they're the only person in on the joke. Hold no, no further look, comment. You have to be an absolute moron to actually believe that video is real. Okay, <laughs> I, I'm not saying I believe the video to be real. Just called everyone to believe it, morons. Just now, fine. But if if you watch that video and actually believe that Drew Brees got struck by lightning, I saw it first thing. Literally, the first thing I saw this morning, the very first video I saw, and I said. That's fucking fake. That's dumb. <laughs> I was, I was like, this, like that didn't actually just happen. And, but then it pissed me off because then I started scrolling, and I was like, I saw points bet statement, and I was like, wait, oh, they actually oh. tried to play this off like it was real. So they got you. No, they didn't get me. They got it annoyed got me as someone in the media. It annoyed right. me because now you have oh. to cover it. Oh. Now you have to actually give this credence mm. because what happens if? I'm wrong. And it actually was real and it actually did mm. happen. 
Video obtained by TMZ Sports shows the whole thing was, in fact, staged. TMZ had to go do this story. They had to actually go and make phone calls. Darren Rowe had to make phone calls. People make phone calls to actually say, wait, this was fake, right? I think this is fake, but this was fake, right? And then PointsBet's like, no, we're not going to, you know, clarify. We're going to lean into the into the mystique to get even more coverage out of it, to get more people. So now you've got Saints reporters who are tweeting, I just spoke to Drew Brees. Everything's fine. Drew's back at home. There's no worries. Yikes. I mean, it just... Right. Again, you th- 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 there's some 25-year-old kid in a room right now putting his feet up going like, I told you. Got look him. At this. Look at this. Look Got him. This. Can you just go back to paying Paige? Like, please, like, just, just, just keep doing that, okay? That's that's fine, okay? Like, do that. Pay her. Like that. The, the, what? Not everybody likes that. Why not? What's not to like? <laughs> I mean, let her do it. I like it. It's great. Let her do her thing. That's your your spokesperson. That's the person that you want. Uh, Great. I'm all for it. Hey, maybe her contract's up. I don't know. I don't know. But whoever had this idea, this is not what I want to ever see again from a sports book. This is not marketing that I ever want to see. It's not worth it. It's annoying. And I don't think it's going to accomplish what you really think it's going to accomplish. Sure, you get exposure. Sure, we're talking about it. Sure. Yep, great. How many bets get placed off this exposure? I've asked you that question repeatedly. Isn't that, isn't that the whole point? <laughs> no, it's not. That's that's the thing. I mean, there's a good article today. You know, we'll discuss this other stuff in addition to the games. But what's more important right now, acquisition or retention? That's the buzzword in the industry. I'm talking to a lot of people about, is it, you know, more important to acquire a customer or keep a customer? I'll ask you, what do you think right now? In this space right now, I think it's more important to serve your customer. I retain. think, well, sir, retain or retain right now. Those are the two options. Fine. Retain. I think retain is more, I, I think retain is more important, but I think service of your customer right now is the most important thing. If I am going to be a customer to your book, what do I get from it? Do yeah. I get a relationship? Do I get better numbers? Do I get tickets to games? Do I get tickets to suites? Do I get gear? Do I get experiential things I can't buy on my own? Like, wh- like what is it about your book? Because you talk about it all the time and it's the best, maybe the best thing you ever taught me. It's the same damn thing everywhere, everywhere we go. Everyone's got pizza. They're all selling pizza. Shit. So what pizza are you going to purchase? There's got to be a differentiator. Either that pizza is $9.99 and that pizza is $10.99. Or that pizza's got anchovies and that pizza's got sausage. Or that pizza's got somebody behind the counter that you like talking to. Or somebody that's got someone who's really fun to look at. And you think she's, she or he is pretty, right? What is the differentiator? Or that guy's got, or that person's giving me tickets to a game. Or I'm getting an autographed hat or whatever it might be. Like those are the things that are going to differentiate books. Building a community, building a relationship with your customers. It's... It- it can be boiled down a lot of times as simple as this. And I used to say it in the book to the guys running the book with us and all the stuff and the upper level executives. Sometimes in sports betting, people just want to buy a pack of gum. You walk into a convenience store and there's all this shit. And then they put the fun stuff right by the register. They know why, because you might grab something or not. But I want to go in. I want to buy a pack of 
whatever it is, whether it's peppermint, spearmint, cinnamon, it don't matter. I want to walk in, I want to buy a pack of gum, and I want to leave. That's it. So I need to know that the app is consistent, that it's going to work, and you're going to offer what I want when I want it. If you do that consistently and you don't try to fuck anybody by cheating them out of prices or, you know, not offering this this day, consistency and servicing your customer, just giving them what they want, that will win. Ultimately, I hope. Otherwise, so do I see lightning strike commercials. <laughs> I don't know. It's 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 very the 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 way we're talking about marketing these days. I just it's not hard. I don't think it's hard to be honest with you. Like sports books are trying way They're too hard. Trying way too hard, P. Roll. I used to tell them that in the book all the time. What are you doing? Oh, we're going to change the parlay cards. Why? The parlay cards are working. They've worked for 50 years. This is what the people want. Give the people what they want. Well, no, we want to put them on the app and we want to move the spreads and we want stop. Stop. You don't have to do that. Oh, well, we're going to do same game parlays because that's what that's what our highest margins are. So force feed them the same game parlays. Tell them they need this. Tell them they need that. But they like same game parlays. That's the thing. The public. Everyone's trying so hard to like make people. The public is leading the books. The public's telling them what they like. I think people, it's reversed. I think the books are leading. I think people love. I mean, look, I've been doing just the picks now. Every Friday, I do a parlay, and whether it be same game parlay or every Friday, and yeah, but you're smart enough to do it once a week. Yeah, I'm doing it for fun. But they 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 bet every day. The audience bets every single day. If you go into our Discord channel and look at what our audience bets, the brigade chat, you'll see literally. Tens, if not a hundred parlays that people will put out every day. It's what they bet. It's what people like to do. So it's like, yes, the books are heavily marketing same game parlays, trying to make people want to bet them, but they actually don't really have to do it because once people figure out what it is, they want, I mean, my brothers are the clear cut. They bet 20 bucks to win 200 every damn day, every day. They just, that's what they do. And I tell them all the time. Hey guys, why don't you just bet ten bucks on two games? Just just do that. Ten bucks each. Yeah, each get yeah. buy two games, get ten bucks, and just bet each game. That's boring. That's boring. That's the first answer. You. That's that's. I already know the answer to that. It's boring. Yeah. Well, what's yeah. boring? What's losing twenty bucks a day or winning twenty bucks a day? Which is which is better? Because you guys aren't going to be able to do this consistently. Yeah, but I last week I hit two of them, and I I'm I'm, I'm good. Okay, and then the next week you lose every single one you made. You make seven, you go all in seven. You gave it all the money back. Like it's not easy to do. Slow and steady, slow and steady. No, that's boring. It's got to be right to the top. You have to you, you have to give the people what they want. I mean, if they if you want to keep coming back, but you eventually the problem is with the zero sum game that sports betting is is there's a winner and a loser. Right, and once you lose enough, you stop. Mm. Or it leads to deeper problems, which, you know, there's there's things happening in places and bills and all these things that are happening now where people are actually addressing this, which I've known for years. And people in the business have known once you get to a certain point, you either learn how to play golf or you go play pickleball <laughs> instead of putting in your parlays 
or you figure out how to survive and enjoy what you're doing, make enough money to keep going and do strike bets. You can't, you can't, I, I, anyone that's had any modicum of success betting sports, they don't do parlays, but you know, people got to learn. Yeah. So right now we have a maxion game going on. Buffalo is playing Akron right now. For real. It's nine nothing. Buffalo what time game this kickoff our time. Ten o'clock. Ten a.m. on a Friday. This is a makeup game from oh. what happened in oh, Buffalo when the snowstorm oh. came through. Snowstorm makeup Friday, ten o'clock Pacific. Wow. What's the handle okay. on this game? Um Friends and family only. <laughs> there's no, why, there's no handle. That's why I'm bringing this up. Did, like, did, did anybody like go to the book this morning at nine o'clock and they're like, wait, there's a football game. Oh, let me get, yeah. let me bet that game. <laughs> it's an 11 point line. Let, let me bet that game. Let, let's put it this way. Nobody bet it. Nobody came to bet it, but because it was up and somebody was there getting sheets or getting ready to do their parlay or whatever for the weekend. They're like, Hey, game's on. I'm going to sit here and eat lunch. I might bet it or something. Right. That's how it, the handle on this game happens by accident, not on purpose. <laughs> how about that? <laughs> oh, well, Gabe. Okay. Yeah. Give me 20 bucks on uh, Buffalo. Yeah. 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 <laughs> oh, wait, give me, yeah. Give me Buffalo. Is it, yeah. No one's came, no one came into the book to bet Akron. I can tell you that right now. Yeah, I, I was laughing after that game. I was like, oh, okay, yeah, let's see that. Uh, yeah. So the Patriots last night, we'll just touch on this briefly. There is a lot. There's a lot of hand-wringing going on in New England. Their offense under Matt Patricia is absolutely abysmal. How? My first question to that is, how has Bill allowed it to get to this point? He's the, on the sideline watching it. It's the same shit, and it hasn't gotten better. It's getting worse. Like, how is he not? Because he makes adjustments for his whole career. Series to series, quarter to quarter, half to half, game to game. I mean, he's the master of adjustments. What the fuck is going on there, Piro? I think there's a little bit of complacency going on. I think there's a little bit of the one thing I will give Nick Saban some credit for is that Nick has always known that he's not the best of offensive guys. So he goes and finds Bill O'Brien's, although they want him fired, the Steve, the Steve Sarkeesian's, the Lane Kiffins of the world. He'll go and find somebody who, and he kind of has to, because he has to get somebody young on his staff to be able to talk to the kids. Because Nick's getting up there in age. Pro football players, Bill doesn't have to worry about that. He's got men. He's not coaching kids. But the idea that Joe Judge and Matt Patricia to come in and run an offense, given what their track records have been, with a second-year quarterback who needs help developing, doesn't make any sense. And it hadn't, it didn't make sense early in the year. It doesn't make sense now because when Mac has time, like he did last week, Mac can throw for 300 yards, but the offensive line against Buffalo had no shot. And that was without Von Miller. So when you've got guys who are turnstiles, Mac gets skittish. If he gets hit early, he gets nervous. He's He's starting for his life though. 
run for his life. Multiple and he, times. he, didn't he have tried. No time. Yeah. He tried in the second half. Mac just basically said, screw it. I'm going to try to do it on my own. And he just started running around like crazy, trying to look like Kyler Murray, but he can't throw on the run and he's not very fast, but he was really mad. He was caught on the sidelines, yelling at Matt Patricia, telling him that the running game sucks, throw the football, you know, they couldn't run on Buffalo and they couldn't throw on Buffalo. They couldn't do anything. And the only touchdown they got was a screen pass to a corner who no one knew anything about. And it was got him caught the bills completely off guard that this, you know, five foot six speedster all of a sudden was zip up the sidelines and they weren't, and and they weren't prepped for it. And they're like, Oh, and that was the only innovative play the Patriots had all day long. Defensively, the Patriots, I thought, didn't play poorly. They scored. I mean, they gave up what I thought they'd give up, 24 points to the Bills. And yet the Patriots, the missed field goal by Nick Folk was a bummer. That stunk. Kicking a field goal down 24-7 didn't make a whole lot of sense, but that's just what Bill does. You know, take the points. Should have been 24-13. Still wouldn't have cashed my teaser at nine and a half, but you know, you look at the Bills, and I wasn't overly impressed with Buffalo, to be quite honest. I, I didn't look at them and be like, whoa, boy, my opinion on the Bills changed dramatically for that. Patriots, if they had an offense where it would have been in the game. The Patriots' defense is legit. Yeah. Which I is mean, what Bill does. That's Bill's side. So it pisses me off that he hasn't gone and found an innovator and say, hey, you know what? I'm going to go outside my family. And this is on, I mean, a part of this is on Robert Kraft. A part of this is like, look, Bill, I know you got eight rings. I, I know you, you can do whatever you want. And you walk on water and you should. But in 2022, this idea of constantly retreading and even Bill O'Brien, who may get fired by Alabama to bring him back to run the offense next year. It's like, look, you got to get outside and get some new ideas, some new eyeballs on this team, because whatever we're doing right now, guys, it ain't working. And Matt Patricia is just, he's a defensive guy who sucked in Detroit. What are we doing? I don't get it. I, I, I just can't believe it's gotten this far. Like it is from a Patriots fan. It's frustrating for people that had the Patriots last night. That might be the last time they bet on them. like that might be, they it was crazy. They're so off. I was watching the Creighton game against Texas yesterday at Circa. Without Without sound, unfortunately. I asked Benson. He said, no. I said, hey, Benson, you give me sound. Nights games. Nights games. Yep. He goes, hey, the night game. I can't. We, can, we, can, we can't do I it. I was like, it. man, I come on. Get it. So he's like, our sponsorship with the Knights. I'm like, all right, fine. I get it. You're on the jersey. But it's the line is three and a half. We're a half an hour before kickoff. Yep. Line goes to three. Yep. Briefly. Bam. <laughs> goes to four. Not three and a half. Yeah. Three and a half, three, four. How heavy did they get hit to, oh, to, uh, it, to skip it over just, three and a half? It might just be a limit bet or, or somebody who they knew was waiting. Okay. It's not the amount. It's who bet it and when they bet it. Okay. That was a game of chicken all week. Okay. It was, you know, and the Thursday night game is such a different battle than the Sunday games with the book. Because, you know. You know, um, Gumby does it a lot of times on on his tweets. It's the it's the line from uh, I forget what movie, but when Mel Gibson says "Hold," yeah, Braveheart. Oh, Braveheart. Hold. I'd have been in the risk room going three and a half. Hold. 
Hold! But why was everyone betting the Patriots? I don't know. Well, I mean, a lot of times that's a head fake to get it to three. So then they can come in on game day and give you, you know, if the limits 10 times aside Monday and Tuesday and it opens up Wednesday or Thursday morning, you wake up and now you can bet a hundred thousand or trying to get that to three. And as soon as you saw that move, you're like, Oh, let's, let's hope I'm on the bills. (laughs) You know, in the book, you're like, we need the bills. Good. We need the bills. Bills. Make sure we need the bills, 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 bills. All right. Bills. You know, I'm just, I, I actually watched, I had it on Amazon. You're absolutely right. Because I was watching Creighton, Texas. It was, that looks like that's going to be, those are both really good basketball teams. Texas looks like a place I want to watch a lot of games from. That place was rocking. New building. Looks really nice. By the way, that was the second worst shooting game I've ever seen for Creighton since 2004. And I lost by five. Right. That's what I'm saying. On the the road. That's what I'm saying. Right? Like, that's (laughs) I took that away, too. I'm like, how'd they cover? They, they, They couldn't make a shot. Like, it was crazy. But... I flipped on to the football game and then I tried to flip back and it gets you out of the app and then a back on a thing. The pain in and the I ass. was like complete pain in the ass. So, and I'm on the air with Gabe and Cam and then, you know, Dubsy and Ranieri and I'm trying to just now I feel like, you know what the hell with it? I'm going to put the football game on and right. leave it on. Right. That's the, that's that, they win. <laughs> that's they win. Everyone's doing that. So I didn't see the end of the basketball game, but I did see a lot of the football game. And I was like, man, we're going to have to give away money on the Patriots going forward. Yeah. Who the hell is going to get fooled again, taking the points with the Patriots? Like as a dog, they're going to be a, a tough sell. I don't know. It's what they do. I mean, they're six and six, but they're not going to end that way. I mean, they might end eight and nine, but they're going to be competitive. It's just what they do. Oh, every no time question, they're going to be competitive because of the defense, but yeah. that offense is abysmal. Right. And it'll be like how it was on Thanksgiving. There's going to be some like the Patriots play in prime time the next two weeks. They play Monday night, Sunday night, the next two weeks. Oh, who do they play Monday night? Monday night is um, Cardinals, I believe. And Sunday night is here in Vegas against the Raiders. Oh, they might flex that out. No, not with Josh versus Bill. Oh, New England and Arizona next Monday night to 12th. Let's go. Right. (laughs) Six Monday night. (laughs) Let's good seats available. Let's go down. Okay. I'm not, I'm not opposed to it, but that's where the, the prime time audiences are going to watch this offense. And if it's still this bad, oh boy. Hmm. Pats need to fix things in a hurry. Got to get healthy. Need Harris back to run the football. You only have one running back really right now. And that's Stevenson. And he's good, but he's not like a bell cow back. He's not going to carry 30 times during the game and whatnot. So it's just, there's a lot of problems on that side of the football. And it's really difficult to evaluate Mac Jones because of it. Because like when he has time, Mac can throw, he can hit receivers. But I think he can play P-Road. I think people are going to make too many quick snack, snap judgments on him. I agree. With the situation being what it is. You had a different guy last year calling a place. Right. Now you got a different guy this year calling a place who don't know what he's doing. Yeah. You don't have all the weapons necessary to make a good judgment on the quarterback, I don't think. Why receivers? I don't know. Who, I mean, I don't know what the hell they're doing. I like Jacoby Myers, okay? I like Myers. It's fine. 
I, I think they've got some decent talent there. It's just not good enough. Like Hunter Henry's not a bad tight end to have. Johnny Smith's okay. I just look at the receiving core and I'm like, okay, it, it's okay. It's not great. It's not awful. It's okay. But you, your offensive line's a big problem. And if the, if the running game's not there, you're putting a lot on Mac and you're asking a second year quarterback to do a lot. And he is getting frustrated. And I like that he's getting frustrated. I, he has to show some leadership. He has to start barking because Nelson Aguilar and other guys after the game are talking about scheme. The scheme's not great. Mm. You know, Devontae Parker's like, you know, we don't really like what's going on right now. We don't mm. have, we're not getting timely calls. Like we got to be better in key moments of games. We have to convert more. Right. And that's, I mean, everyone's saying the same thing. Our offensive line sucks and our guy calling the play sucks. Well, I think that's a two game parlay that I would agree with. Like it's just the, the O line is ridiculous. Let me just do a quick roll call. Just a, a, a brief, we're going to intermittently in between stories right. and topics. All right. Just, just run up the names. Cause it's the fl- the flow of the chat is now reaching really fun proportions and, and, and I can't keep up with it all the time. So just, you know, real quick right now, clown MB three JC from KC, Mikey. Awesome. Uh, Periodakis, not only John is here, but I think Manolis, his brother, cousin, somebody. Wow. There's two Periodakises in the chat flowing, offering comments. Love you guys. Thank you. Whitrock, Francisco, Ocho, I didn't forget about your lid. I'm working on it. It's been a crazy busy couple weeks, but he sent in a video that we posted. Francisco, good to see you, sir. Stevie Mac, capital M, capital K, director of security for the BVB. He's here as always. Jimmy Jack, 4Ks. Uh, Anti with eight, nine E's in all caps. My man, big dog, he's here. D Weezy, Biggie J, 27, football guy, 97, Zach the Hat. I saw both Bon V and uh, the other Matt here, TJ Harengo. Uh, there's Manulis, Manulis Periodakis. I, mean, I just like saying it. Woo. I mean, I, over and over, I'm going to say it. Brommel Camp here, checking in from Iowa. Listen to that show tonight on KGYM. T Spees. Who else? That's it for now. Jim Montgomery, PA guy. Josh Garland. My brother Dan. Brother Dan was in the chat. Brother Dan is here. I got to get Brother Dan some meat because he's a little upset. Brother Dan is a grill guy. He loves the meat. And I got Brother Doug the meat because Brother Doug needs the help with the food. (laughs) Brother Dan has been the responsible brother our whole lives. He's in the middle of me and Brother Doug. And Brother Dan got a big head. I can't even get him a BBB lid. I'm going to have to get him a whole line of BVB lids because he wears them. And I got to get Brother Dan the meat. So, Brother Dan, I apologize. Oh, look at for Sonic. You the meat. Look at Sonic. The KGYM stream online is available for those who are interested for the Betfred Sportsbook Hour. Is <laughs> it? Yeah, of course. Yeah. What time does that air? That airs at 6 p.m. Central, 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern. 4 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Central, 7 Eastern, KGYM stream. The gym. Sonic, my man. Google it if you you like. You can do that. So if I asked the chat this question, rate Amazon's year one broadcasts from a scale of one to 10, one being the worst thing you've ever seen, 10 being the best thing ever. 
What's the average score given? It's below five. Right? It's below five. It hasn't been good. Because the video is amazing. Like the video quality. It's good. It's not like, I, I still think Sunday night's better. Sunday night is the best. Sunday night is the best broadcast of the week. There's the, 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 there's no question. Three, um, six, seven, four, negative, <laughs> negative, <laughs> negative. Biggie J. One. <laughs> I mean, if you're Amazon, this is what you have to pay attention to. I, I have a buddy of mine in Florida who went on an absolute rant last night. And I, I don't go to Facebook all that often, but he posted this like, I don't know, like, like 25 line rant about how much he hates the Amazon broadcast and how much it frustrates the hell out of him that he has to go to an app to watch a game and that it's not simple. And like, this is a guy who like, he's very successful in Florida. It's not like his TV is old or his internet is slow. He's just incredibly frustrated by the sound. He's, he's frustrated by the game. He's frustrated by, I mean, he's a Patriot fan, but so he was mad on top of it last night, but there's a lot of people who do not like what's been going on. Um, Amazon's call. It's a shame because I think like, I mean, we bring energy to the show every day mm-hmm. and I feel responsibility to, if I'm not up, I will go blast music five or 10 minutes before I come on the show <laughs> to get myself ready to go. So yeah. I am, I could be having a really shitty day or just, you know, whatever, but I got to bring energy every time I come here. I feel that responsibility. I think yeah. we match it. Al Michaels doesn't give a flip. That's the that's where it's, that's where I'm going. Like, <laughs> listen, Al, if you don't want to fucking be there, <laughs> we'll get somebody that does. Yeah. It's not personal, Al. It's I almost like he took the bag and was like frustrated with himself that like I'm doing this game. I'm Al Michaels. I was on the number one TV show in all of television. I was the face of it. I was making a boatload of money. I took Amazon's money. And now I'm calling the game with this dude I don't really like doing games I don't really want to do. I mean, him and it's not Herb Street's fault, but there's no chemistry between the two of them. It's like an uncle and a nephew. Like there's no like relationship. There's no connection. Like they try to make it funny. They're talking about like they're making Al do these reads for two chains. Like coming up next, live music on Amazon with so and so and two chains. And it's like, hey, Kirk, do you know who two chains is? It's so forced and fake that I'm like, man, just don't have Al do the reads. Like, let's let, let Kaylee Hartung do it or something because it just maybe they get better after a year, but there is no chemistry and Al does not care. It's it's painfully obvious. And I watched week two chargers chiefs. That's the last time that I watched it in full with wow. the sound and tried to give it a shot. And I was like, it's just not, I just, I watched the game. And again, I'm different because I've been watching games a lot of times in books without sound. Or when I was in the book itself, we would pick the best game and put the sound on. And it was always the same announcers. It was always the number one crew yeah. from, this network or this network or this network. So you always heard the same people. I like watching the games on mute with the closed captioning because I'm on usually now I'm on TV 
talking so I can read what they're saying while other people are talking and I'm off camera. I'm like, oh, they're talking about this, they're talking about that, and I don't have to hear it. But I think people's frustration level is real. Um, I think your grading is right. And I think, um, does it say anything about the future of streaming live sports? Because we're headed that way more and more. Yes, it means pay attention to your broadcast quality and what you're doing. Like you have to. I mean, to and you're an audio guy too. Like it drives me nuts. It what, just, I just, it sounds like they're in a library doing yep. the game, P. There's no fun. I don't know. After week 11, somebody told me yesterday, I asked, I was having this conversation, that's why I brought it up. They said the reason why is because they have four different calls going on. Like they have the um, they have the Spanish call, they have the dude perfect call, they and they have the Al Michaels call. I think they have one other one too. So they can't. They're feeding in the crowd noise on four different feeds. So they're trying to serve too many masters, and they can't get the mix right because of all the different things they're doing. All sounds like a very bad idea. But it might. I think there might be some truth to it. Right. The yeah. Like, you do one broadcast, guys. Don't do – I mean, I, I, I don't understand. These alternative broadcasts, someone's got to tell me why they're doing it and who's watching it because, like, I get why the Manning cast did well. It's a unique thing. I get why watching Pat and the crew could be fun. I get that. I mean, I don't know. If you're watching Dude Perfect, what are those guys doing? Trick shots during the show, during the game? Who cares? I don't know. That's – very strange the way these things are being done right now about like, you gotta have your broadcast, but you also have your alternative broadcast. Okay. But it's causing the main broadcast to suck. So stop it. Get rid of those broadcasts and give me an actual mix that an audio person would go. Oh yeah. That sounds like a broadcast I'd want to listen to. Right. Cause this one's not no. All right. Let's get into these games tonight. Pac 12 yep. title game in Vegas tonight. USC still laying two and a half. The total is 67 and a half at Betfred right now. 110 bucks to get in, Dave, tonight. Yep. What's the lowest ticket price you need to get it down to for you to go to the game tonight? I mean, I asked every person in this house. I said, do you want to go to the football game? Eh, I don't know. Eh. I was like, all right, it could cost us $1,000 to go. If we take everybody, 150 a ticket. Times five is seven fifty. We're gonna eat, and we're gonna park. It's a dime. Do I want to spend a dime to go watch this game? I don't think Absolutely so. Absolutely not. And I certainly don't want to spend a dime and have you go. Eh. When I right. ask, correct. Like I want you to be excited to go. Yes. Right. You know, Fair. I'll figure it out. I'll do a hundred shows over the next you know week <laughs> to to pay for it. Whatever I had to do, I'll do. Right. But I want you to be excited about it. I don't know if um, 50 bucks a ticket is what I'd pay. I'm waiting for a call from from a guy who said he could get tickets. And if he gets them, maybe I'll go. But I'm excited. Madeline's never seen a a college game. Madeline has only seen a pro game. Right. So, like, I would, if I would pay 50 bucks to get in just to go show her the game. And, and, and then if she hates it, I can walk out and it's not a big deal. And there's, right. no, there's no worries. And it's not a lot of money to spend it to watch because the pageantry is so different in a college environment than what it is for a pro. I mean, she saw a professional 
preseason game. Like she didn't see anything right. of real interest. Right. But like at least the crowd, I don't think I'll ever go back to the Raiders game. Not with her, at least. I, I won't go back to a Raider game with with Madeline. Yeah. Maybe with other people, but not not the pro football crowd is rough. But the college crowd's different. So oh, it's it's way different. And yeah. I mean, the band alone, right? Band makes it fun. Plural, right? Two bands. Yeah, the bands so, alone will, will make cheerleaders, it fun. bands. It's much the more of a pageantry. Thing. It's much more of a show. I think she would much rather will go to a college game and watch it. But I'm, I'm not overly interested. I can watch this game on TV. I'm, I, I bet this game, but I'm not like overly interested. In like I have to be there because it's here. Yeah, so, no, I, I'm past all that. Like I, I, I want to go because. Either I want the kids to go, right, and we'll have a night out, and we'll get to see a college football game, or um, we'll enjoy the whole atmosphere of the whole thing, whatever. Like I don't, yeah. and a lot of people aren't. The, the one thing about parking for this game is because a lot of people will be staying and walking across the bridge. Parking yeah. might actually be somewhat cheap because there's not many people driving. Locals aren't really going to this game in droves. That's a dirty little secret about the bowl games in all these places. The locals don't go to any of them. Mm-mm. Like no, you, you can't. Marenzi said it the other night on a show. You can take a hundred bucks and go to any bowl game you want. Oh, hundred percent. Oh yeah, I've seen it. You can go to any bowl game you want. It's That's just what I mean. Like, wait. I, w- I would go tonight. I would go down like old school, like I do at Fenway Park. I'd go there like half an hour before the game and just go find some dude out in front and be like, "Hey man, I'll give you a hundred bucks. Give me two tickets." <laughs> and like not really care where they are but just i'll, I'll give you a c note and we're, we're good right like the game's, gonna, game's gonna kick in five minutes like <laughs> you know we're good well yeah. what, what do you want so like these are about to be or wait till the game kicks off and then buy the tickets even less you know just stand out there and wait for the game to kick. Like, hey those tickets i would have given you 100 bucks you still want to give it to me for 100 bucks right now, now they're now they're 50 that's 50. <laughs> 50 right yeah because they're, they're dead so that's but let's make some calls here these are just not bets, but predictions on the side. Does this make it into better or book? For me, it did. Yes, it did. Yes. This game. Based on all of our discussions this week and shows and stuff that we've done, I'm going to say you're going to bet Utah um, (laughs) later in the show. No spoiler alert, but But, yeah, I like Utah and over. I like Utah and over as well. Big, big 12 title game, Kansas state against TCU. Tomorrow, TCU is laying two and a half at Betfred. You got 61 and a half from a total perspective, 62, 61. It's been kind of banging back and forth between the two here. Is this the best game of the weekend? Is it the best pregame or actual game? Actual game. No. 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 Huh. I think this is. I I, okay. I mean, it's either this or Central Florida and Tulane, just based on the spreads. I think these are the two, these are the two most competitive games, I think, entertainment-wise. Um, pre-game. I think we'll be talking about this one. Pre-game, yes, 100 percent I think I think we'll be talking about this one come Sunday a lot. Um uh, do you definitively like a side pregame here? Over. I really don't. Over. I don't. You like over. I'm against you. I like under. I like under. I don't know. This is TCU's defense's opportunity to shine. Could be dead wrong. I just think that they're going to. They're K-State gonna catch scored 28 on them in the first matchup. I think they'll score 30 on them again. 
Yeah, see, I, I don't know if this looks like the first matchup. It might. It might. Like, because I think USC Utah looks like the first matchup. Mm. I think I think we see a high scoring game where they trade scores back and forth. I don't I don't know. I, I TCU I, and the over. TCU and the over. It makes sense. I like TCU and the under. Okay. We'll see what happens. Big 10 title game. Michigan laying 16 and a half against Purdue. The total is 51 and a half. Man. Blowout. This got to be a blowout. How many points is Purdue scoring? How many points is Purdue scoring? What's her team total? 17? 16 and a half? Probably, yeah. Take a look at that right now. Um, I think they get... If it was 13, I would say that would be the number. That's what I, <laughs> right. Is that what you yeah. say? 100%. Uh, really? Yep. Purdue has scored 13 points. 100%. Cam Mi- says it every night on the show. Are you reading my mail? <laughs> Are you reading my mail? Michigan averages 12 points a game given up. I'll give Purdue 13 points. Under 51 and a half. Um, I, I will bet this tomorrow. You like... Wait, Michigan and under? Yep. Hmm. So you have seven and five Michigan ATS. Purdue is five and seven. Nine and three to the under for Michigan this year. Seven and five to the over for Purdue. You've got a number of 17, 16 and a half. Michigan is at is number two in the country in opposing passing yards per play. Number 11 in the country in opposing passing yards per game given up. Purdue is not running on Michigan, and they're not throwing on Michigan. But how many points is Michigan going to score? Blake Corum's out. They don't really care about the game. Feels like a 30-13 to 13 win. Huh. Right on that number. You know what would be nice? If you could just go to somewhere and find the team totals. Like... <laughs> I'm 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 scrolling. Yeah, somebody oh, do somebody sc- team somebody scrubbing it. Away points 17 and a half for Purdue. 17 and a half is Purdue's number. There's 17 and a half under minus 132. I'm not advocating plays Garb- all the time. Garbage time. But I think you could safely bet that under. Wow. 17 and a half. I would have made it 16 and a half. But well, that that hook is significant. Going over seventeen, I'd have made the number thirteen and a half. Right, take no. your shot at thirteen. Two field goals and a touchdown. Two touchdowns beat you. I don't know. I guess you know the numbers say that that's they're going to get that. I'm surprised. Seventeen and a half under for Purdue. Um, I like Michigan a lot. Total wise, I guess under. Yeah, Alexander. 51 and a half, 52. 31, yeah. 10. Yeah. Or 30. I think it's 30, 13. Something so, like that. Yeah. 17, 17. I think it's right on the number. 17 is too many points delay. Mm. Mm. I don't, I mean, I think they could cover it, but I think it's one of those sharp numbers that will come into play where we're going to be one or two possessions away from having this cover or not. Backdoor. 
easily see Purdue backdoor covering this. Easy. <laughs> um, Clown MB3 just said Michigan beat Iowa last year 42 to 3. So he's going with that same score. Under. Okay. We get under. Whitrock 28 13. Uh, let's see, 30 to 13 for Zach the Hat. Yeah, that's what I think. Put your, yeah. put your numbers in there. Yeah, they, they give us that's the final I'm. score. I'm 30 to 13. Wow. Terry Gracie says Purdue might score 24. Okay. Big emotional week for the QB. For Alex O'Connell? The, Why? Yeah, because um, somebody passed away. Uh, oh, we're betting on basis of someone's mindset? Come on, guys. We're better. find reason to bet everything. We're better than that. Come on. Just telling you. We're better than we're better than going ahead and betting on somebody's emotional impact. PB's in the chat now. We just got here late. Eron Sean. I love saying that guy's name so, every week. Hold on. Let, let's play this out. So yep. they scored 31 on Illinois. They scored three on Iowa. Who? Purdue. At Iowa? No, home. Oh. I mean, they scored 30. They scored on Indiana, 30 on Indiana. They scored 17 points on Northwestern, 31 on Illinois, three on Iowa, 24 on Wisconsin, 43 on Nebraska, Minnesota. They scored 20. And, and for opening the year, they scored 31 points on Penn State before Penn State's defense really got their wits about them. 24 points. No. You, I, I'll take that bet right now. You want to bet 24 points? DM me. I'll take your action right now. Whoa, 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 whoa. I will. I'll take your action right now. I'll do it right now. Oh, Vinny Konowinski. Welcome to Purdue's the not scoring 24 points against Michigan. They're not you doing said that. said the quarterback's brother died. Great. Quarterback, so, 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 brother. Can he run, catch, block, tackle, throw, punt, kick? Can he do everything? He's a quarterback. He's one player. Just reporting the news, sir. What does that – I mean – that might make him play worse, not better. Be distracted. Can they win the game? No. Does it ruin everything if Purdue wins the game? No. Michigan if one of in. these teams upsets in. these monster favorites, like if LSU would beat Georgia, Georgia's still in. Yes, and so is Michigan. They're still in. Boy, does yeah, it Michigan. jumble things around, though? Yeah, yeah, yeah. change things about seedings and – you know, Michigan's in. So Purdue loses, or Purdue beats Michigan mm-hmm. as a 16-point dog, mm-hmm. and Michigan's still in. But Ohio State loses to the number one ranked team at home by 17 or whatever mm-hmm. they lost by. 20. They're not in. No, they could be in. They're on the outside waiting to see what happens. They're trying to go up. Michigan goes down. I would argue... Michigan goes from two that to the four. Michigan loss to Purdue is worse than Ohio State losing to Michigan. For though. sure. But it's neutral field. Ohio State didn't win the division. Ohio State did not win the conference. Michigan won the division. Michigan's got one loss. Ohio State's got one loss. Happening on neutral field versus happening on your home field. The Michigan loss is worse than the Ohio State loss, but Ohio State lost to Michigan in head-to-head action. You sound like you're in that committee room. Just saying the resume, you can build it. You can put Michigan at four and Ohio State or three, and Ohio State gets to four if, say, USC loses tonight. They lose, 
Michigan loses. Michigan goes from two to three or two to four, and Ohio State goes to three. <laughs> Our chat is the best. <laughs> Akbar, my guy, he comes in and says something, and then Clown MB3 said, Purdue is dedicating the game to the late Drew Brees, Purdue oh. legend. <laughs> Sponsored by Points Bet. <laughs> <laughs> right. Do lightning bets. Do lightning bets. It's in it's memory. Your, it's your Big Drew Ten Brees. lightning bet of the memory of Drew Brees. <laughs> oh, yikes. God. So you like Michigan or no? Yeah, I mean, Michigan. If Purdue scores more than 13 points, they may cover. I don't think they're scoring 13 points I don't like points them. I don't, more. I'll take Purdue plus the points. You will? Yep. All right. I'll take the under, though. I won't bet it, but I'll bet the, I'm betting the under. I'm not betting. I, I, I think Purdue under. scores. The, I think it could be 27-13. Ooh, it covers and stays under. 13, 30 to 20, 30 to 13, 27, 13. It's right there. Like it is a razor edge push at 17, high level of a push potential in my mind uh, okay. in the Big Ten Tele game. SEC game is Georgia laying 17 and a half against LSU. Bedford's total is 51 and a half in this game. I want nothing to do with my money near this game. <laughs> nothing to do with this game. Will you watch this game? Yeah, I'll watch it, but I want nothing to do with the bet. I'm not betting it. Unless there's an in-game opportunity for the ages, I'm not betting this game. I would argue in the book that Central Florida Tulane at the same time as this game should get the sound instead wow. of Georgia because it would be way more entertaining, but it won't. It should, but right. it won't. Um, favorite here? Yeah, but LSU... This has backdoor cover written all over it. Yeah, this is. This has Georgia running out to a 30 to nothing lead, and then LSU scores 20 points in the second half and covers. Right. Georgia first half, good play. Probably. What's the number? 10? Probably. Um, Without looking. Let's see. Georgia first half. Hmm. It is ten, nine and a half at some books. Oh, and I have ten painted across the board here in Vegas. So heavily so, juiced other books. If you want nine and a half heavily juiced or ten, right? Ten flat. Yeah, I don't want nothing. I mean, I'll pay attention because it's the SEC championship and everything, but don't even. This is a stop sign. You know. Look for if LSU would actually do something in the first half to bet Georgia in game or just bet Georgia in the first half, something like that. Total-wise, this is uh, first thought under? Probably, yeah. I mean, <laughs> Periodakis John, John P., just came in and said, I might make a parlay with every team currently in the top four to lose this weekend. Hmm. Interesting. Can you imagine what that parlay pays? A lot. Um, just in reference to Alex O'Connell's brother passing away, it's pretty cool that um, Michigan fans are donating $16 to the Boiler Boilermaker Alliance in honor of Aiden O'Connell's brother. 16 is O'Connell's num number. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I just didn't know the significance of the 16. Yeah, so they're donating $16 uh, in, in the name of the O'Connell family. That's I'm nice. sure. That's, that's good. Nice. Yeah, that's, that's, uh, that's good I, to see. I, I haven't heard other than just headlines 
of the story and what happened. But I didn't even know. Just right now, I didn't even know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that those things are, uh, I'm sure we'll learn more tomorrow, like when we watch game day. Um, I'm sure they'll have a feature story on it or something. Oof, but that's tough. Brutal. Uh, all right. So, yeah, if I had to bet this, I would take Georgia and the under is what I would. Plus 21,683. 21,683 for the top four to lose on the money line. Yeah. Look at that. Cloud MB3 just, just posted it. Me on the moon is more likely than that scenario happening. So, yeah. Don't. I mean, duh, uh, uh. get out of here. Uh, would you go to the moon? Yes. ACC title game. Clemson laying seven and a half against North Carolina. The bet Fred spread is 63 and a half from a total perspective. I'm going to say this is going to be the most entertaining game of the weekend. Wow. No one is talking about it. I didn't see that coming. Nobody is remotely going to be. This is the game where you're like, wait, what's the score? (laughs) Like it'll be 30 to 30 at halftime or something stupid. Like this game, after what South Carolina did to Clemson's defense, I'm like, okay, they quit. (laughs) Clemson doesn't care. And North Carolina's offense is going to score, but North Carolina's defense is horrible. I wasn't prepared for this. Stay right here. I'll be back in eight seconds. Stay right there. Get a Carolina hat or a Clemson hat. (laughs) What is Dave going to go buy? Go get get something to put on so he's wearing it. But yes, I think the ACC title game is going to be sneaky. It's nighttime. No one's going to pay attention to it until you look, see the bottom line scroll and you're like, oh, that game is doing what exactly now? How are we dealing with this? What are you going? Oh, my. What is that, Dave? What hat are you wearing now? This is going to be interesting. Oh, this is, wow. This is a North Carolina Tar Heel hat that I just picked up at the store. I love the I, bill. Look at, the, look at this under bill. The checker is beautiful. The, the, it's amazing. And it was on sale. Nobody wants it. Like, no, it was. I was like, wait a second. That hat. I. That's he's like, yeah, we're. It was a Black Friday special or something. But look at the back even has the. Look at the back. The thing. It's got the, the Argyle on the on the thing. It's amazing. Matt's frozen. Now Matt's frozen. What do you guys think? Lid looks pretty nice, don't it? Look at that. Um, he either hit the wrong button or, Farrah, did you do this to him? Did you push a button or something and now Matt's gone? Maybe he's trying to go get a Celtics hat or something. I don't know. Well, he thinks this is going to be the most entertaining game of the weekend. Can't say that he's wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we stayed. I stayed. You froze. Oh. I'm sitting here talking to myself. Sorry. Yeah, it's okay. Well, the hat's beautiful. So, yeah, did you see the back? Look at the oh, back. Look was, at that. Oh, wow. Look at the detail on that thing. Yeah. Very cool. The, the Argyle or whatever that's called. Yes, Argyle. The Carolina stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, most entertaining game of the week because it's high scoring. Back yes. and forth. They trade scores. <laughs> North Carolina <laughs> can win the game, right? Oh, yeah, for sure. I just don't think Clemson cares. They don't care. South Carolina did whatever they want. I think Carolina, I think Carolina's offense will do very similar things that South Carolina did. Move the ball at will. But Carolina, right. 
can't stop anybody. Carolina's defense is <laughs> they're not stopping Clemson. I, I hope you're right because we're going to need an alternative to the Purdue Michigan game. Hundred percent snooze fest. <laughs> Please be right. Yeah, I, I think this game is this is the game no one's talking about. No one's paying attention to. This is the game we're all going to be like, oh my gosh, that was crazy. Two point play at the end. Someone's going to win it. Blah blah blah. Right. I, okay. I on Saturday night. I think this game's going to be fun. Uh, one more college game, then we get to all the pros. So. Do you know know much about the Missouri and Kansas rivalry? There's, I don't mean any disrespect to either school, but, but no. Okay, it's fine. It, it, but, is, is there is I mean, are you making light of a situation, no. or there's a real rivalry between? There is a real rivalry between Kansas between Kansas and Missouri. Okay, it's a hundred. It's a hundred percent real. Okay, so Kansas versus Missouri is. Uh, 1907 is the second longest rivalry in college football history behind Harvard and Yale. I believe so. Yes. Cause isn't that the most, isn't that the longest rivalry? Yes. Longest running. The second longest rivalry in the history of college football is Missouri, Kansas. Kansas. Uh-huh. You know, you learn something fucking new every day. <laughs> I, 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 I can honestly say I would have never believed you, and I wouldn't have known that if I didn't live there. Okay, so I cover the Big Twelve and I live there, so I know about this rivalry. It's bigger in basketball than football, but football has its moments where these two, these two sides, legitimately hate each other, like legit. They do, they, they do not like your Mizzou fan. Get the fuck out of my face. Like I, I want anything to do with you. Go away. If you're a Kansas fan, they hate each other. So Missouri and Kansas stopped playing in 2011 when Missouri went to the SEC, leaving the Big 12. So why? Why'd they stop? The longest running rivalry. Yes. And you stopped yes. because you went to a conference. Yes. Missouri pulled out. So now I'm rooting for Kansas. Okay. Well, get this. Now the Liberty Bowl has a choice from for an SEC and a Big 12 opponent. The Liberty Bowl went to Missouri and said, "Kansas will play you in our bowl game. Will you play Kansas Missouri in the Liberty Bowl?" Where's the Liberty Bowl played? Memphis, Louisiana. Liberty Bowl's played in Louisiana? Yeah. Independence Bowl, right? Liberty Bowl. I think it's hold on. Liberty Bowl played that game is played in. Oh, sorry, you're right. Memphis, Tennessee. I hate when I have to fact check you. Sorry. Independence Bowl is Shreveport, Louisiana. I get Correct. Those, I get those confused. <laughs> the so, bowl game no one wants to go to, but yes. So, right. So, so what happens? So, the, the Liberty Bowl says we're going to host the game in Memphis. They go to Kansas and say, Do you want to come? Yeah, you'll come. They ask Missouri to come. Missouri says, Fuck Kansas and fuck Memphis. We're not coming. How pathetic is that? But listen, you don't understand the hurdles, the expense that it costs to go to these bowl games. No, Missouri's going to a bowl game. They're six and six. They're going to a bowl game. They don't want to play Kansas. Are they going to a bowl game? Yes. Missouri's going to go. They're both six and six teams. They're going to play in a bowl game. Missouri's choice is we're saying no to the Liberty Bowl. Maybe they're not going to a bowl game at all. Come on. You have to make these decisions now. Schools are going to turn down bowl bids. It's going to cost them money to go play 
in a bowl game in Missouri's going to go to the Gasparilla Bowl and play East Carolina. Where's that? Florida. Is in Florida nicer than Memphis? Oh, of come off of it. That's the reason why that's so lame. No one's watching East Carolina, Missouri. You play KU versus Mizzou. People are going to watch it. You get eyeballs. That would be a fun game. For the fans, that would be fun. For everybody. For people who are betting it, people who are watching it, people who are like college football. I had no fun. idea about this rivalry. I've been around this shit for 50 years. I didn't even know this was a rivalry. Yeah, I guess so, they start playing again in 2025. I mean, there's rivalries. We got to see the backyard ball renewed at the beginning of this season. It's think about awesome. that game in a bowl game. Pitt, West Virginia in a bowl game. They don't need that game in a bowl game if they're playing that game already every year. Or not. Right. I'm saying that game didn't get played. I'm saying if that game was right. played in a bowl game, if you don't have it, you have a chance to bring the game back. People would go. People would want to be a part of that. That's fun. That's what football is. I hate you. You hate me. Let's go play. Let's go put on helmets and knock each other's knocks and blocks off. Let's go play. Right. What the hell are we doing? You want to go play who? East Carolina? I want to go to Florida, man. It's oh, warm down there. It could be warm in Memphis. And it could be cold in Florida. It ain't cold in Florida like cold. It could snow in Memphis when it we could. go there. For yes. I don't want to go there and play Kansas. In Memphis. I can't stand Kansas. Like I can see their point of view. I disagree with that. I think this is such chicken bleep. This is such a bunch of, this is the biggest coward move I've seen in so long. Oh, this is pathetic. Oh, this is so bad. Running from your rival. You're running away. You're six and six, Missouri. You suck. Give me a break. You're one of the worst teams in the SEC. You never should have been brought into the SEC. It's a clown show. You're in the conference to begin with. And now you have a chance to play Kansas. How pathetic are you? This is such like pink diaper material. Like, give me a break. What? This is bad. Like you, this is for Missouri fans. This is bad. This is really, really bad. Kansas is a fun football team this year. I like watching Kansas. Kansas is a fun football team. Agree with that a hundred percent. Play their asses off. Is Missouri games. like your Connecticut of the no. Midwest? No, 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 no. Because Missouri is a joke to be in the SEC. A joke? It's a joke. Funny how? Funny how, how they fun? suck. That's how it's funny. Because <laughs> they can't compete. Damn it. I mean, oh. this is like, you know, they give, they're giving Vanderbilt some competition for in the SEC. As to they how, are bottom feeders. There's no who's the worst program in the SEC? I don't know. Missouri or, or Vanderbilt. Wasn't that where just was, was, uh, was Hugh Freeze there before Liberty? Was who no. was the coach? No, who was the coach at Missouri that left? I think did somebody leave? Yep, to go somewhere else. Yeah, I'm forgetting the name. The coach of Missouri is. Um, oh God, I don't know who it is now. I ain't going to be there for long anyway, probably. But <laughs> Eric Drinkwitz. Eric, oh, oh. So, so sorry, uh, uh, Elijah uh, Elijah Drinkwitz. He came from. Um, God, he's making $4 million a year to coach Missouri. $4 million? $4 million a year. Unbelievable. He came from Appalachian State in 2020. He's 17 and 18. Eli Drakewitz. Yeah. $4 million a year? Yeah. And he's gone to coach uh, football. Five and five, six and seven, and six and six. In the SEC, he's gone five and five, three and five, and three and five. Yeah. Enjoy that. Tough gig. Music City Bowl, first year. Armed Forces Bowl, second year. He'll go to the Gasparilla Bowl this time around. <laughs> Gasparilla. 
Gasparilla, whatever it's called. <laughs> That's funny. It's so funny. Bad. You amused Joe me. Is so bad. <laughs> Henry. So bad. How am I fucking funny? <laughs> I mean, you need I need a little bit of that on this on this for from Missouri. I, I if I'm a KU fan, I am rolling today. <laughs> Chat's rolling right now. They want pink diaper material on a t-shirt. <laughs> Put that shit on a t-shirt. T-Rod's got some sayings too, guys. Pink so bad. diaper material. I don't even know what the fuck that means, but I like it. <laughs> it just means you're soft. That's what it means. It's Charmin Bear Soft. Oh. Unbelievable. I, I would have loved to have heard that conversation with the athletic director, you know, the bull rep. Hi, I'm calling from the Liberty Bowl. We have Kansas locked in. We'd like to have you guys play and have a rivalry game. No, no, no. But, why? But think why, right? What if they lose? What if they win? They must not think they well, can actually, win. Okay, then now you're talking even more. Exactly my point. That you want to know what pink diaper material is? It's that. It's getting a phone call from a bowl game to play your rival, and you go, "Oh, he might lose." Oh no! <laughs> Hang on the phone. <laughs> so bad, kids. I mean, like, what are we doing? What are we doing in sports if we're afraid of our rival? Kansas is better than us in football this year. They play in the big 12. If we lose, that looks bad for us, man. Uh, yeah, you suck. Let's okay. Yes. Just wave the white flag. My God. If I'm Kansas. I literally make t-shirts. that says we should be playing Missouri today. Like I just go, go ahead and like make fun of them in every recruiting conversation you're having. Every kid in KC is in Missouri or Kansas. It's like, yeah, you know, they wouldn't play us in a bowl game because they're afraid of us. See now this is, this is what we should be doing. Like, forget about getting kids to sign up for apps and make bets and all this stuff. When you've got, we got a brigade member who one can make the t shirts. And then two, we take him. I'm telling you, this, this changed my life when the guy showed up at the fraternity house at Penn State when Penn State was playing Miami and said, I'm going to make t shirts. I'm going to send them to you. Everything you sell, you keep half. We could sell T-shirts right now in Kansas that says Missouri who? Right. Or, Barstool, this is what Barstool Sports has made an empire on. They're doing they're it. Yeah. Exactly. Absolutely. But buy them and wear them. They wouldn't be expensive. Nice quality T-shirts. They don't get the, we don't get the shit T-shirts. It's like when I buy a hat, my boys at Lids between uh, Paulie and uh, – Dustin and all those guys, like they know it takes me 10 minutes to buy a hat because I got to look at it in a right light and all this other stuff. We'll get nice t-shirts. This would sell. This would work. I would, would agree. This would work. I completely. Kansas would be favored in that game though. Over Missouri. Of course they would be. Oh yeah. Kansas on a neutral. Hmm. Seven. Uh, maybe. Yeah. Might be a touch high. It's I, I can't. I just can't get over this. It's so bad. Kansas really, would light their shit up. Probably, yep. And that's they're, they're afraid of it. I mean, they're just it's unbelievable that they would actually duck Kansas, a six and six Kansas team. They, they must them. know they're going to that Gasparilla Bowl in Florida. They have to know already. No, you can't roll the dice with like, 
What if you get stationed to go to the humanitarian bowl in Boise or some shit? Right. I mean, Kansas is going to play Arkansas. Arkansas versus oh. Kansas is a better game overall. Now that's a hell of a bowl game. Of course. But that's why, because Missouri, you're too big of a. <laughs> and where's that? The Liberty Bowl? Yep. Short trip up for Arkansas? Real short trip. Yeah. Big Arkansas fan base contingency. Yep. The bowl game probably prefers Arkansas, but they thought we could build a better game. We could actually have a good game. Two six and six rivals playing in a bowl game. They haven't played since 2011. It's been 10 years. Let's have them go play. Can you believe oh, that? It's been 10 years since Kansas has played Missouri. It's ridiculous. JC from KC just came in a chat, said students at KU and MU don't know anything about the rivalry. They don't, right? It's been a decade. 10 years. Of course, they don't, they don't play they each other. They have no idea. Konowinski, great idea. How about Mizzou who? Question mark. Rock Chuck. Underneath. Yeah. <laughs> Rock Chuck underneath. Sue who? Rock Chuck. Why don't you hit another roll call Friday run before we do the NFL stuff? My God. Well, Joel Onler just got here. Terry Gracie, Sonic, as always. Great work, man. I can't wait to meet. Listen, I can't wait to meet a lot of you. Uh, and we're, we're, we're talking about it. Me and P. Ralt in our ramblings in between shows came up with an idea that we just can't wait to bring to fruition. We're going to talk to some people about it, but if we can put together a BVB brigade meetup in Vegas, we kind of, kind of put it out there and bring all of you here together in the midst of sports and things like that. But listen, it'll just be like a meet and greet. We'll hang out. We'll watch games. We'll bullshit. I can't wait to meet all of you, but Sonic, you keep putting thoughts in our heads by the work you're doing. We really appreciate it. Mikey, awesome. Same way. Stevie Mac, you guys send the videos. P. Roll, what's the email that they can send a video Ask to again? A-S-K, the B-V-B at gmail.com. Oh, man. I'll bring the beer. Literally, the person's name in the chat right now is I'll bring the beer. You're invited. You're in. <laughs> you're probably Kevin <laughs> Roper, Roger Long, Isaac Kim, Terry Gracie. Zach the Hat made it. I didn't see Zach the Hat before. Welcome. He sent uh, me a, a, a screenshot of a newspaper in London with my niece's name in it. It's pretty cool. It's crazy. It's actually, that's kind of crazy. <laughs> yeah. um, little Consig Kendall's not here. She's at school, but Shelly is here. Shelly is our resident, um, you know, I, I don't know if she's an admin or not, but she's our resident female. Shelly, bring friends. The boys would <laughs> like some girls as part of the brigade. We're equal opportunity. Bring friends once in a while. We need some girls in here. They like the show as well. Um, Kevin Roper. Let's see. Seacal? Who's Seacal? I never saw Seacal in here before, but welcome, sir. Akbar, my guy. I mentioned him before. Oh, man. Who else is here? Did I say D Weezy? I think I did. This is incredible. This thing, it's harder. Can you imagine? We're coming up. You know, we're two weeks away from a one year anniversary. Of I know the show. we have to we have to discuss what we're doing on that day, but yes, December we're, the 18th, right? Yeah. 17th, I 17th, it was. Yeah. Yes, okay. So two weeks away mm. from doing this show together for a year. Mm. And roll call Friday used to be like me, you, Farah, and um <laughs> I don't know. Mikey Awesome was here. At the By the way, it's, it's actually going to be two weeks from today because the 17th is a Saturday. 
So our 16th anniversary, one-year anniversary show will be a Roll Call Friday. Dear Lord, start telling people now. <laughs> start telling people now. I'm going to have to get a separate screen just for the damn – I got a separate screen for the for the chat, but I'm going to have to get a real separate screen. Um, Joe yeah, Morosky, we'll TJ we'll Harengo. You know what I'll do now that I have an idea? I'll build – I'll go to our – I'll go to – Bet Fred, I'll go to Omaha Steaks, I'll go to Pickett, I'll go to our sponsors and say, "Give me a bunch of stuff, and we'll do a cool pack. We'll do a one-year anniversary." We ain't got to check with anybody anymore about no. these giveaways and stuff now, no. right? No, we just do whatever we're they want. giving all the shit away. <laughs> we can do what we want. Starting now. right now, tell everybody. <laughs> yeah. All right, we need it to be our most viewed show. If you're here yeah. now and haven't hit the like button, please do because we got to prove to people. And every day they go, "How many likes do you get?" I don't fucking know. I'm watching the show and I'm doing the show. Right. I don't know how many fucking likes. But if you can, just tell people to come in and hit the like button and leave. That's fine, too, because I don't want to manipulate the numbers like everybody else is doing. But you can tell people right now that two weeks from today is December what? 17th? 16th. December 16th. 16th. Two, weeks, two weeks from today will be the one-year anniversary show. We're giving away the fucking store. <laughs> Everything we can get, we're, we're giving, giving it away. Yeah. I'll pay for the ship myself if I have to. Oh, no. I, I mean, well, I, I guarantee you. Yeah, it's, it's emails. It's simple email to our sponsors and say, hey, look at what can you guys offer to us to give away to people, and it'll be easy. We'll we'll, we'll build some cool prize packs for people. I'll start working on shit now. I'm going to go around to the books and say, give me some shit. I'm going to give it away on the show. Please give me some stuff. So that's a great idea. Tell people now, two weeks from today, I'm going to tell everybody everything. J. Dow Betts, Mrs. J. Dow Betts, Addison. Oh man, I don't know if they're still still buy here. the mead, build the package, get the screen. <laughs> That's awesome. Do it. That's great, Mikey. I love that. I love it. So yeah, so so stay tuned for that. Okay, let's roll with some NFL games. Vikings are only three point favorites against the Jets. They were two and a half point favorites against the Patriots. Are we back on the Vikings again? Are we buying this? Well, yeah. This number. This is my WTF number of this of Sunday. I don't understand this number. What don't you understand? Patriots beat the Jets twice. Patriots okay. were two and a half point dogs at Minnesota last Thursday. Okay. The Jets are three point dogs on the road at Minnesota Sunday. Mike White. <laughs> Mike White. We don't know what we're getting, right? We don't know what we're getting. Mike White. Oh, okay. So we have to keep the line the same or even bump it up a little. And I mean, why isn't this four and a half? Why isn't this five? The odds makers just will not allow themselves to say that the Minnesota Vikings are a good football team. They won't do it. They just won't. I don't get it at all. Doesn't make any sense. Vikings, right? We're on the Vikings, right? We're taking in the contest. We're taking the Vikings, right? Is it three in the contest? It should be. I haven't seen it. I haven't looked yet either. That's the beauty of doing the contest. I don't look at the spreads. I know what I'm thinking about, but I don't look at the spreads until Saturday. Try to keep it simple. Well, let's see. The spread for Vikings. The contest. Vikings. Is, yes, it's going to be the Vikings. It has to be. Vikings. Vikings. Um, at home. Come on. Vikings. Yeah, no, it's a Viking. It's a Vikings play. How do you feel about it, Farah, as a Vikings fan? It's like three, by the way, in the contest. Oh, he 
Farah did the two hand all in. All in. Kazoo coming <laughs> over the top. <laughs> maybe, it's that easy? I mean, maybe not all in. I mean, three points. That's the problem. That, that's pretty easy. Farah, with your fucking team, is that they don't make it easy. I, I want to see them Trust blow me. somebody the fuck out. And it might be the Jets. It might be this. Yeah, this could this be, could be the game. game. This could be the game where this they just could be. This could be the Kirk Cousins saying, OK, I'm a good football player game. Well, look, it's not a primetime game. No one's going to pay attention to it. It's a one o'clock kickoff game. No one's going to watch it. Yeah. yeah. This is when he I, lights I, I might, teams I on fire. This, I might use this in my contest play as well. This is when he lights teams on fire. This is when Jefferson goes for 200 yards. Yep. You're like, oh, Sauce Gardner, Sauce Gardner. And Jefferson's like, okay, yeah, watch. And he goes and puts a buck 50 on him and two touchdowns. Yes. Right. I'm into it. So, yeah. <laughs> Eagles. PM Kirk at home. <laughs> it's great. It's a great bet. It's a great Lay bet. It. Yep. Shelly, have a good weekend. Shelly had to leave us. So said, our yeah, resident female week. She was, sick all, she was sick all week. So, yeah, she, she had to go. Um, and Metal Matt, uh, who's a producer at Sports Grid. Does great work every day with me and Gabe and Cam and stuff. He's in the chat. Shout out to Metal Matt, too. I'll see you today, later. Eagles minus four and a half against the Titans. Tight, Tennessee is eight and three ATS, best team against number in the NFL. Well, what are we doing with this game? Like, this This Taking is a Titans? hard game. Taking the Titans? See, this is where we disagree. Okay. I, I, I've been picking against the Eagles. Mm-hmm. On a and, regular I've been, basis. And, I, and I've been winning doing that. This is a teaser special, by the way. Oh, I teased the Titans last week. I'll tease the Titans this week. Titans plus 10 and a half. Mm. Let's, let's give a shout out to Yeehaw oh. Beer. Love it. Down in Nashville. Um, I like the Eagles in this game. I do. Is that the cat? No, I'm just looking for hats. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, I like the I like the Eagles. I, I'm not buying. Oh, you got the same hat, Yeehaw. Mm. We can do, do our John Anik hat. This feels like yep. This this feels like a game where it might end up being the quasi sharp square. Everybody public stink ass dog of the week to me. Yeah, ten and a half. Tease it. Oh, yeah. Much better. Titans yes. plus 10. 10 Much half. better. Yeah. Browns minus seven against the over, Texans. Over, by the way, in the Eagles game? No. I think they both run all over each other. Maybe. I don't like overs with running teams. Scares me. Running mm. clock. Okay. Browns are laying seven against the Texans. What are we expecting from Deshaun Watson's debut? This is the hardest game of the weekend. You have Biff's all match, please. Yeah, this is this is really hard because I can I can paint a scenario in which he comes out and he literally destroys this Texans defense, who is pathetic. But I also could see him be really rusty and bad in his first game in two years. A lot of emotion. I mean, he's got. I mean, the he has to be. I'll be if he talks to the media in the post game. I cannot wait to watch it because. It's not new. It's not sports media. It's news media. And they're going to bring their hatchets and their knives and they're going to come for him. Why is he going to do that? Why is he even going to subject? I mean, like the you're PR supposed people to have to do a job. Like, but you're supposed to, to the NFL rules. You're supposed to make the quarterback available post game. Extenuating circumstances. Yep. You're sending him to a lynching. Yep. 
Yep. And it's only going to create more. At some point, we all got to get past the story. Oh, right? it's it, it's all back again, though. Of course I mean, it is. Busby's bringing the accusers and sticking them in a suite. <laughs> I mean, it's it's all back. It's back. I mean, it's not even like this is the game they've been waiting for in terms of, you know, his moment in the sun. Busby's going to get a chance to be on every network that they're, you know, CNN, NBC, NBC. They're all going to. I mean, this is a not a sports story. This is a news story. Which makes it a complete stay away. This circus. I I would only take the Texans if I were to bet it, but I feel like I'm looking at it from a point of view. Uh, I want the Texans to win. I, I don't want this Browns team to walk in and just lay one on them. But the Texans are the worst team in football by far. Awful. By far. Yeah. And your record with the Texans game stinks. True. So I don't bet them. That's, that's one of your teams for – Years now, <laughs> since we've been doing the shows dating back to the pushing the odds days. True. When you would tell me your opinion on the Houston <laughs> game, I would get off the phone with you in the risk room and go, Peralt said, take the Texans, move the line the other way. They got no shot. I literally yeah. did it. I'm telling you then. I told you then. I'm telling you now. It's fair. For people new to the show, 100%. I used to move the line to half a point when he gave me his opinion on the Texans games yep. because he stunk with the Texans games. Very true. Take that under caution. <laughs> I, I'm not betting this is a stay away. This is Thank nothing. God, yeah, Texans text- money. Texans money line. Oh my God! That's, really? that, what? That, that's your kazoo underdog bet of the week. Whoa! Texas money line, and it's like plus three sixty two. It's juicy. It's great. Use it. Oh it is juicy. It's a oh Texans money line. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Yuck! You wouldn't even consider this in a teaser, would you? No. I want to Texans up. Nothing. The only thing I would do is I would, you can bet Nick Chubb over rushing yards against that Texans defense. He's going to run all over them. Well, <laughs> will this make the rotation watching it? Well, I watch, I octobox it. So I watch eight games at once. Okay. I don't pick and it's whatever, whatever direct TV gives me for the eight right. games. So if right. they block it out, I'm not, I'm not searching this game out. I'm not looking for Browns Texans is a game that I want to pay attention to all that much. It's crazy because when you watch the red zone, you know, you're at the mercy of the red zone. Yeah. And when they go in. So there may be games that you just, you know, if you're miss, you don't see much of. Mm-mm. I've I mean, it's fun to watch all the games, but it's really fun to watch the red zone. I'm not gonna oh, lie. No, it's great. Oh I'm yeah. Kind of enjoying it. everyone loves red zone. Red zone's interesting. They showed a punt last week. They actually had right. <laughs> Everyone's like, "Wait, red zone showed a punt. What is this?" But yeah, it's- one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. So it will make the 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 octo box. Yeah, it's eight games. The best is seven when there's eight. nine games. And oh, they can only game make eight. Floated. Yeah, they get a float around. It's seven. <laughs> this would be the floater. Right. It's seven oh one and seven oh two. Seven oh two is eight. Seven oh one is four. So you sometimes have to go back and forth to see that one game if there's nine games early. But most often it's seven or eight games that are going to be in the early games. Right. Packers minus three and a half against the Bears. Do we still buy into Rodgers owning Chicago? I hate this game. Because if this is true, that we might see Justin Fields play in this game, and that's where the number's coming down, I want no part of this. Get me away from this game. It's, it's legitimately. So a couple of the books right now are trying to find that out. You know how you find that out? 
you put three and a half minus 105. So you rather than go to three and give away all of the money that you booked all week, you put out the Friday move where you give minus 105 to those sharp guys because those limits are open now. It's Friday. And you see if anybody will come in and lay you the three and a half because they get the lay 05. It's been sitting that way all morning. It's almost noon. Ain't nobody played it yet. This is the same thing as Thursday night. I'm telling you, they're waiting to play the Packers for everything. So you're going to see a supreme resistance to go to three. I don't think there's a reason why Justin Fields would play. The contest is at four and a half. Four and a half? Well, the Bears will be a top five selection. Wow. With or without Fields? If Fields is announced that he's playing later today or tomorrow morning, yep. it will be one or two most selected. Stay away. No thanks. Screams, stay, stay away. away. Or Dolph- Ben Packers. Right. Dolphins, Niners. Game of the day on Sunday. Game of the week. Give me the Niners. Contest play. I agree with you, but why are we so adamant? I mean, the Dolphins are fucking for real. West Coast team at home. East Coast team on the road. God damn it, Jimmy G. Okay. Dolphins defense is not going to have much pressure on Jimmy G. McCaffrey's nicked up. That's one little question, but he's always nicked up. I think that Niners defense is going to show out. I think the Dolphins are going to struggle. Wow. This could be a Super Bowl preview. This could be a Super Bowl preview. Do you think Dolphin fans would travel? To Arizona? Apathetically. No. Oh, I think they would be in droves. I think Miami would empty out. Is there, I mean, are there Dolphins fans? Mm, yeah. There are, but I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. I think they would go in droves to. I, I think it's when you have new blood like that making right. the Super Bowl. Oh, they come in ferocious numbers. San Francisco. I don't know how many San Francisco fans would. Come oh, in. I think it'll, it's a short. It'll be the city will be overrun with Niner fans overrun. Oh, then it's a dream for them. If they have Niners, Niners, Dolphins, oh. it'd be a dream. Oh, that so many fans go through. I mean, Niners the perfect, Bills. The perfect one is is Niners Chiefs. Perfect one is Niners Bills. Oh, Bills would be amazing. Bills, yeah. Buffalo, yeah, coming to the Super Bowl. You want to talk Arizona? about? You want to talk about people watching? Last night, Bill fan who is here for the rodeo. That was something. <laughs> that was something to see, man. That was that was. I I saw a cowboy hat in a in a jean jacket vest that had Bills on the back of it and a mullet on top of that. Oh boy! I was like, you look like I would say you're a. You're a cowboy who likes the Bills. Hundred <laughs> percent. They'll be everywhere in Arizona. Oh my goodness gracious! Be the craziest, most raucous crowd ever at the Phoenix Open, the Waste Management Open, whatever that golf tournament's called. They'll yep. be drinking the whole day. That 16th hole will have twenty thousand. I want people Buffalo to go so badly to the Super Bowl and watch them lose. You're, it would be. 
I, I, just, I want them to lose. I want them to go. And then I want Lucy. I want the football yanked. I want them on their ass crying on the way out of the building. <laughs> That's what I want. The views expressed right now are by Matt Peralt only at Sports Talk Matt and not necessarily of the Bostonian versus the book at it Boston would be versus so the book show. fun to watch them lose another one. Oh, it'd be great. I would love it. What if it's Buffalo Philly? Gosh, can you imagine that? Eject both fan bases into the sun. Who are you rooting for in that situation? Yeah. Can I send both <laughs> fan bases to the moon and leave them all there? Somebody's got to win that. Uh, match. I like Jalen Hurts, so I would I would pull for Jalen Hurts. I've been, wow, I've been, friends, a uh, I've been a fan. Our friends down south, uh, one of the places just moved the uh, Packers to minus three. So Fields is playing minus one twenty. Fields is playing. Dumb. That's, that's the first move. Dumb. It's, now, while we're on the show, no one else has moved yet, but a very prominent uh, book in the Caribbean has moved to minus three, minus 120. And if Justin you guys are watching Fields, the show. Here, here we are. He's off the injury report into the lineup. Breaking news. Justin Fields, left shoulder, fully Participated in practice today off the injury report. We'll start Sunday against the Packers. Did we just scoop Shefty? Uh, I was Tom Pelissero, but yes. Thanks, Tom P. <laughs> there we go. That's did we why have Tom on at the Super Bowl? Man, that was, was that fast. Time? No, we didn't have him, but that was fast. Yep, he's the only one so far to report this. <laughs> Justin Fields is playing. Watch the line move while we're still on the show. <sighs> Now Bears plus four and a half, a hundred percent is number one in the contest. A hundred percent. Why is he playing? What is going what on? Going on in Chicago? Crazy. Well, that's a you good guys, place. if in the chat, put whether you would play Justin Fields or not. Even if he, even if he says he's healthy and he does the check, like you know, he's the future of your team. I wouldn't play him. P. Ralt wouldn't play him. If you're still here watching the show, put it in the chat. Justin Fields, yes or no? Wow. Unbelievable. Shefty just tweeted it now. He got beat, but he just tweeted it. Late, no, no injury designation. Bears believe he's good to go. <laughs> PB just came in and said, my offshore just took the game off the board. Whoop. Look at that. I wouldn't take it off the board, guys. That's what they do. Sports Grid, thank you so much. Have a phenomenal weekend. We'll talk, excuse me, talk to you guys on, on Monday for BVB. If you guys are live on YouTube and Twitter, don't move. More to come here with BVB. Okay, a couple of more NFL games. Yep. KC on the road, laying two and a half AFC title game rematch against Cincinnati. I'm Over, all right? about the dog here. Over, right? Uh, what's his current number? 52 and a half. We can still find 53s in Vegas. Over. Yeah, right. Over. Okay. Yeah. Since he chase props over. No. All of it. You don't know what he's will look like coming back, but. Oh. Uh, Colt and the Cowboys. On you like AC? Excuse me. I don't like either side. I don't, oh. I don't really, I don't, I don't know who wins the game. I think you made a good case for both. I think the game's high scoring though. Right. I like the over. Uh, what do you make of Colts Cowboys on Sunday night? It's the Cowboys, so there'll be a handle, but any interest? Seems kind of boring. Should have been flexed out. Right? Yeah. Why Why not Chiefs 
and Cincinnati flexed in. Well, I mean, that's the CBS game. Ah, that's they, why. Okay. They, they're not, I mean, you still got to keep your good games, especially in the isolated window. Right. You know, Dolphins so Niners? That's the one. They chose to put the Dolphins and the Chargers next week because it's a conference game. The cross-conference games don't have much interest, let alone big spread games. I'm surprised they kept Dallas and the Colts with the way the Colts are. Ten and a half. What do I make of this? Seems boring. Is the uh, is the line? I agree one hundred percent. Click. Oh, you're going to change the channel. You're not even going to watch it. <laughs> I have no. I have no interest in this game. Hopefully, there's other things to bet on. <laughs> Better things to bet on. But I won't be betting on this game. It's a, this is a. If it was Monday night. I'd bet on it. It was standalone Monday or Thursday. I'd bet it. But Sunday night, no. I, I have no. I have no interest in it. Hmm. All right, tonight the Boston Celtics, eleven and one straight up at home, fourteen and eight ATS. They are laying seven against the Miami Heat, which is the same number they were laying the last time they played, and they killed the Miami Heat. Back on Boston, I tweeted it at Sports BK. Can see I tweeted the Celtics outfit before the show. I went out to grab a drink, and I wore the Celtics stuff. I'm all in. I'm all in, including today. The boys in a room, you get lazy. The Celtics are 11 and 1 at home, 14 and 8 against the spread. It says it right there in the graphic, people. Read it. The line is the same. Yeah, for you guys who are just the pick listeners, why, why um, is the line the same? It was eight. It's come down to seven. It was higher. It was one point higher, and they bet it down. Celtics first half team total. Sixty-one. Um, that's what this is. What we're looking at, right? Um, sixty and a half. Same number. Drill it. Bam. Sixty and a half. Hammer. 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 I mean, official are play. My guys, not watching the show. Like we talked about. Oh. I we talked about this two days ago. We said you said sixty-four and a half. I said 61. It's even less. It's the same exact fucking number as the last time they played this game two days ago. And Boston scored 68 points over 60 and a half. First half team total Boston. It's it, every game in this homestand. So far for Boston, this number is hit and they won't change the number 58, 59, 60, 60 and a half. They won't change it <laughs> over, 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 over. Bet it again. Over. I, I don't understand. <laughs> like sometimes I loved working in a book. I loved working in a risk room. I love so much about it. But the problem with it is it becomes a literal echo chamber. You only talk to each other and you consistently think you're right. And everybody on the other side of the counter or on the apps with the bets coming in on the ticker is wrong. And you can't see the forest through the trees. This number should be moved. Move the damn number. Please. You just have to post it in the Discord channel. <laughs> you posted our, it. Yeah. We got to tweet it. Yeah. We're going to go on shows. I'm yeah. going to go on every show and talk <laughs> about it and say, people, you got to keep betting this. It won't move the number. This is the Celtics should be minus eight or eight and a half today in the game. The first half total should be 63 and a half or 64 and a half, whatever way you want to take a bet. Don't move the juice, guys. Wherever you're at, listening and watching and enjoying the show. Dave, it's please. juice to the under. It's minus 106 at some books. It's automated P Rolt that takes the number and puts <laughs> it right in there. Some guy goes, Oh, juice it to the under. 
juice it to the under. You obviously don't watch basketball. <laughs> juice it to the under. I mean, we went Maybe you through, should take the weekend off. We went through it on Wednesday. They've scored 68 or more in the first half of every game in this homestand. <laughs> and they're like, nope, 68, 60 and a half. Same as, same as four. <laughs> oh yeah. But they only scored, they scored their 61st point with five minutes to go in the first half. And they only scored seven points the rest of the way. So maybe that's going to carry over. <laughs> what? There's no thought. You know, it's a literally a computer algorithm puts it, spits the number in what they've been supposed to put in what they've been averaging and right. then let the thing adjust. They're not even putting that in. They're putting it in what the algorithm says the total should be half percentage, blah, 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 blah. It's not Crazy. that hard. <laughs> By Bucks the way, not Lake. one person said that Justin Fields should play this weekend. Not one. But right. this one, John Roy came in and said, I would make Justin Fields to take a course on how to order from Uber Eats, and he would be taking dance lessons on Sunday <laughs> instead of playing in Chicago. Fair. John Bucks Roy. laying eight and a half to the Lakers tonight. You like the new found fountain of youth Lakers? The Bucks are laying eight oh, were. and a half. Yeah. Let's see. Jump to the NBA. What are they now? Uh, it's now yep, eight and a half still. Still eight and a half in Milwaukee. Yep. Oh, people, it's down to eight. And half the books here, all here in Vegas. One of the best things about being a book here in Vegas is this incessant support the Lakers. for the Lakers. Even when they fucking stink, it's so easy to trick the bots and all of these pseudo Laker fans. Want to be wise guys, whatever they are, come bet the Lakers. <laughs> Although it's at that number. Right. It's I hate pause. this number for the favorite. I fucking hate this number. But I mean, this is this is Bucks. Yeah. yeah, the Lakers are not winning the game in Milwaukee tonight. All right, one more game before we get to better to book it. Yep, the Colorado Avalanche. Oh boy, the odds-on favorite to win the Stanley Cup since the summer is at the Boston Bruins on Saturday. What's the line? I haven't seen the line. All right, Boston. Well, okay, so you haven't seen a line. Fair. What's the line? Just think it out. I think personally, Colorado number in my head. Colorado minus one twenty. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Boston's at home, right? And they've won thirteen games in a row. (laughs) Matthew, yep. You can't make Colorado favored. Why not? They they've done this before. Matthew, they do this all the time. But stop. Let's talk this out for five seconds. Okay. How many games has Boston lost at home this season? None. They can't be dogs at home, Matthew. Why not? Stop. They, they do it. The books Stop. Do it. I'm going by what you have told me all the time about what they're going to anticipate all the time because if they don't, if they make the Bruins the favorite, they're going to get buried with avalanche money. Not true. Oh, okay. People are betting the Bruins now. Oh, now have, so now they figured it out. Okay. It only took 12 <laughs> games in a row. They oh, yeah, started 13. to inflate the prices last game. I'm okay. telling you. Right. First thought in my mind was, is it a day game or a night game? 
Uh, I believe it's a night game. Four o'clock Pacific night game, yeah. seven o'clock Eastern. Yeah. Minus 160. Bruins? Absolutely. It's got to be minus 150 minimum. And I juice. Who has, who has a number up? Oh, Bur- only Bur- DraftKings, right? Bruins are minus 165 on DraftKings. Yeah, the DraftKings is the only book that does that. They put the NHL numbers out wow. early. Avs, Avs are plus 140 money line. Bruins are minus 165. That's, that's the line. Minus 160 or minus 150. That's, that's the only thing it can be. <laughs> is this the game that Boston loses finally at home? Maybe. You got to ask that now every time. How many more fucking games can they win in the row? <laughs> they already set the NHL record at 12. Now they're at 13. Avalanche last night, I've hit back-to-back nights, open net puck line bets. It's been a good week. <laughs> Toronto puck line, 45 seconds left in that game, 35 seconds left with the Avalanche, bang, bang, both puck lines. 8-6 Avalanche won that game last night on the puck line. Um, yeah, this, I mean, it, yes, every game could be the game that they lose. They're going to lose a game. They're not going to lose too many games, though. They're not. But this has to be a line. We've, we've, we've reached a point of no return now. I can't wait to watch this game. I'm so fired to watch this game. Saturday at 4 o'clock, this is going to be opposite the Big Ten Championship and the ACC Championship. And this I will be a good hockey. game to watch. I'll be watching hockey. <laughs> Toronto's playing Tampa Bay on yep. Saturday at the same time. Saturday night, I am I am in on the Bruins against Colorado because I just want to see the if the Bruins win. I want to see if the the bookmakers finally put the Bruins as the odds-on favorite to win it all. Did they finally, after all of this, pass the Avalanche? Are you calling this a Stanley Cup preview, P. Roll? It could be very much so, but I I just want to see if the bookmakers have the guts to do it. Bruins are seven to one. Abs are five to one. They've been five to one the entire time. Has a move. Doesn't matter what the Avalanche record is. They're five and one. Odds on favorite. I told you it's not because they're not better than the Eastern Conference. I told you it's because of their path. Look at Fine. the rest of the Western Conference. Fine. Fine. You can Boston's tell me all you still want. gonna have to go through a juggernaut to get there. Yep. That's they fine. Are a That's fine. Man, Maple Leafs have had five games in OT this year. Bruins have had none. Overtime losses. Regulation five. wins for Boston is a good bet. 19 regulation. You don't have to pay the price. You can take plus money. Okay. Like it. Colorado's in third place in their own damn division. (laughs) Pathetic. Takes a little while to get going. There's a, there's a Stanley cup hangover. Haven't you heard? Sure. Better to book it time. (laughs) Let's go. (laughs) Parlay is this. Celtics minus eight. Hold on, let me get the BVB out over this. This is top three teams. Blue, pink version. This is a parlay involving the top three teams against the spread in the NBA so far. Boston minus eight. Bucks minus eight and a half. Pacers plus five. (laughs) Six hundred. Six to one. All right, Boston's at home against Miami. Milwaukee's at home against the Lakers. Where are the Pacers at, sir? At Utah. We're getting five? Yep. We were last night. 
what beats us here? Boston doesn't cover. <laughs> I, I definitely wasn't guessing you would have said that one. <laughs> well, they moved the numbers moving the other way, so Pacers are down to four and a half now. Right. At the Jazz. We had five and a half last night. Or five last night. See, and I think the one that doesn't or the one that gets us or doesn't cover is the Bucks. Mm, okay. But I like it. This is this is another, I think, minimum two out of three. I think you get minimum two out of three here. So I'm up point four units on just the picks so far. So I bet a quarter unit on this every time. So I need to hit one of these. Or otherwise I got two chances more to get back in the black to pad the bankroll a bit more on these. So need to hit one of these next couple of weeks or we go into the red. It's really funny. I make fun of my parlay betting, but my parlay betting is actually really been somewhat successful. It's really kind of funny because you don't lie. You only do it once a week, right? If you did it <laughs> every day. You'd be buried, right? But you I do just it laugh once a week a- and you pick, Games methodically. It's not like you're just filling out the the bubbles right. on a Scantron. Which am I dating myself? But you guys even Scantron. know what a Scantron is? They don't know what it is. Yeah. So I um, it's like the parlay cards. It's called a Scantron. Is it? Is that all of them? Yeah. So my uh, if you add in all of my parlay betting, I am twenty two. Um, that's what twenty six. 30 22 and like 45 and I'm up three and a half units betting parlays 22 and 35 and up what up something like 22 and 30 uh, 22 and 45 okay somewhere in that range all right and you're up three and a half units where's SoCal DJ been by the way I haven't seen or heard from him for a while talked to him yesterday he's dealing with some personal stuff gotcha okay is he okay um I think he's so. Okay. All right. Okay. I think it's okay, but I think he's he's just he's 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 in the weeds at the moment. Gotcha. Okay. So I asked I asked him. I checked in on him yesterday. I said, "Hey, man, what, what where you been?" <laughs> he okay. was like, "I'm dealing with some stuff." So okay. Just want to make sure he he'd be okay. But yeah. I just took a peek, by the way, at NBA today. Uh, right. On ESPN. Yeah. And Zach Lodi, ESPN reporter, is wearing a jersey. They keep. Telling me, you know, oh, you got to do this. You got to. It's got to be a gag. He's wearing a soccer jersey. Oh, yeah. Okay. Because it's the World Cup. That's why. Okay. It's a gag. It's a gag. But yes, I agree with you on that. Utah plus two and a half against USC tonight. Better than booking it. Bet it. Bet it. I'm actually rooting for USC. Uncle Hmm. Charlie has a big future on USC to win the Pac-12. He has a big future on them to win the whole thing. I don't think either thing is going to happen, but I'm rooting for him to do it. Um, I could see USC winning tonight. This is not Hmm. like a dump ball in, like, oh, Hmm. Utah's definitely winning. I just think the style of play will finally – this is the team that beat them. It took a last-second play, whatever that was, right? A a non-converted two-point conversion or something. Right. I like Utah. I like Utah too tonight to go ahead and win this. Uh, And then finally, I am on a dumb run right now, fading back-to-back teams in the the NHL. Nashville's on a back-to-back. Islanders money line. This number has run like a fish hooked in a stream. 
what is it now, like 170? No, 160 is a couple 165s. Okay. You got 145 last night? Yep. Three games in the NHL tonight. Rangers minus 175, 180 against Ottawa. Islanders Mm -hmm. minus 160, say, against Nashville. And Winnipeg's minus $2 against Columbus. Does a dog win in the NHL three games? No. And if it's plus 268 parlay. Parlay all three favorites? Yeah, SoCal sent me. These are the... um, Let me read it to you. Um, The hockey bets. So... The Predators are on a back-to-back on the road versus the Islanders. Predators, uh, the Islanders are 15-0 and as home favorites against a team that's coming off an overtime shootout game before. It's on the second game, second road game of a back-to-back, which is what yeah, the Nashville is. Senators are 1-19 straight up when they're on the road with rest coming off of a home loss. And the Blue Jackets are 2-18 straight up when they are plus 120 dogs or greater with rest over their last 20 games. Favorite, favorite, favorite. Jets, Islanders, Rangers, almost a three-to-one parlay. If you want. I think they all win, including this one. I would bet this one. And again, guys, bet them individually. So if you go two out of three, you win. Like, you know, and the parlay doesn't hit and you still win. If you want to just do the parlay, do it for fun. And I I think that one, I think that one wins. You might actually crazily to say, but you might have two Friday parlays. Don't do a parlay winners right there. Mm. Favorite thing about today is what? The fucking show. <laughs> it's the fucking show. There's nothing else right now that has me so um Friday's crazy because I mean I slept in all the way Good. until like 7 30, almost Ooh. eight o'clock. It was great. Wow. That's great. Yeah. I said I had to shut it down. You wake up all the content day today. And I was exhausted. I didn't even see the kids today yet. I went downstairs and everybody was already gone. So did a couple other shows, got to talk to Arizari and Moose today and did that on Better Sports Network. Had another call before this show and then you know look at the board and go all right what are we going to talk about today look at the rundown i got to pick a couple different hats and then just get the energy like the energy starts about i sit i went and got a drink and i'm sitting in the car listening to this local guy on 105.7 dj thump (laughs) he does the morning show no i'm i'm not even kidding he's he gives me energy every day in between nine and ten, it's the calls it the workout hour. Oh, and I like al- it. It's almost all music. There's a couple interjections. He does amazing work, and it gets me so fucking fired up. I what literally of, is it is it, well, is it rap? Is it well, what type of music is it? Everything. House? It's okay. he mixes in. It's all it's all stuff from when we were kids. It's okay. all you know, old and then school. he'll mix in a he'll mix in a you know, 2008 something. What's the name of the station? 105.7. I don't know. Hot 105.7? I don't have to look. I don't know. I don't have the app because I always listen to it. But I literally, there's times like when I just go outside in the car 
and listen to music because of the chaos in the house. Right. So the other favorite thing about today, in addition to the show and the energy that you guys bring in the chat and everything else, is that the elves showed up. Yep. Mine's been here for a week and a half. Elf on the Shelf is back. I talked to Coach James Young yesterday during a commercial in between, and JY said there's a kit yep. that you can get. Yep. It gives you're you on, where to put them. Yeah, you're on Instagram. They're I don't pay no Instagram attention like to none of it. I don't I pay know. no – I just – I can't wait to go down and see what the kids have discovered. A great joy is doing it for your kids and having the excitement to see them. Is it another great joy? Is it a great joy? It is until it's not. But now it's it's fun. If it was once, if it was twice, twenty six times in, you're like oh, a lot of pressure. <laughs> a lot of pressure. Because if you fuck up, it means you're done. Oh well, yeah, you just got to now Google we've, we've given the older kids the responsibility. Oh, that's a great idea. They are having so much fun fooling their sister. Or that's very cool. I so like that idea. that's fun. Our ours is named uh, the you know we have three elves. Originally one starts, and then the other two will join over the weekend or whatever. But Snowball is here. Nice. And um, Madeline's name is Cookie. Okay. All right. Very good. Yeah. Cookie is has been. She will ask all the time. <laughs> Lots of questions about Cookie. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah. Uh huh. Sure. Mm-hmm. We write letters. How does he do? Oh, I don't do that. I, I Snowball I, writes letters. Oh, that's good. Nope. Don't do that. Don't go out to start that deal. <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> nope. I just do different things. How much of a mess I want to make is the question. It's always like, how much do I really want to do this? Like, <laughs> you know, on this, but different rooms. They destroyed a bathroom one night. Oh, great. The kitchen, a couple great. different ways. My uh, God. Um, my thing, my favorite thing about today is really my favorite thing about the entire week. And it's fun when family, like I think all of us at the holidays, you tend to try, or at least you attempt to forget the past, or at least if there's been past discretions or there's been other like, issues between family members that you want to look past it during the holiday season. And my brother and my mom have never, have been close at times, but they've had issues over the years between for a variety of reasons. And the farmer brother. Yeah. Ben. Oh, so he was just there. Okay. So he, over the years, my brother, Ben would, he's two hours away, but he's far enough away that like, he would say, Hey, I can't come home for Christmas, Thanksgiving, whatever it might be. So because of what just happened with me, my brother was not feeling well. He was going to, I told him, Hey, don't do it. You can't. It's fine. He's like, no, I haven't seen you in a year. You've gone through hell. I'm coming. He came to Thanksgiving. Then what happened at the Celtics game happened this week. And my mom went and spent a lot of time with my brother. And it's, it's just my favorite thing about today is that there's been a, been over the last week of time. I've seen my brother and my mother both have like really cool moments. And it makes me feel really happy that like there is some healing going on, but also there's through Olivia that what Ollie just did. There's been a lot of communication. There's a lot of group chats going on through all of us and it's bringing my family closer together. Mm-hmm. It was, it was funny. My mother pulled me aside after Thanksgiving and she just looked at me and she's like, I, I, I want you to know that all of us think that you're, you've changed for the better. 
and you seem much more at peace today than you have in other times, other trips. I can't tell how some people are seeing me, mm-hmm. but it was interesting to hear my mother say that to me, that like she was recognizing a change in me after what, what I just went through over the last year. And it's just nice that I see my family over the last year. My family's having these moments where now we're all kind of coming back together. And my sister's 23, my brother's 29, my other brother's 26. We're all over the country, but technology lets us kind of stay close together. My brother, Ben, was always the one that never, he never was participating in it. He, he just stayed, he just stayed, right? He just stayed off. He would be on the, he'd be on the group chat, but never respond. He wouldn't be part of it. And now he's getting part of it. And it's nice to see that, that like, all right, like, yep. He's starting to be that ice is starting to melt a little bit and he's starting to be, you know, be more present and be more involved. So that's my, my thing about today is my favorite thing about the week as to it was a pretty cool seven, eight day stretch for a lot of stuff going on. And then you all get together for Christmas and somebody leaves fighting and then everything else happens. That's the way these family things run, right? Enjoy the good times while you can. And hopefully there's not those bad times, but yeah, you're the oldest of five, right? Yep. Yeah. Same. Well, it's a five, which is bizarre because it wasn't like that. So you had, I've got different dads. So like I'm the oldest right. of five, but we didn't grow up in similar ways. <laughs> we grew up very differently. Very how different. we, how we, and like what we look at in our memory of stuff. And like Ben and I often look at my other three siblings and we laugh and we're like, yeah, you guys had nothing compared to what we went through. <laughs> like let's compare notes a little bit here as to what happened between the two of us. But it's nice because now my, they're all, everyone's old enough to get the joke and they're not like, no, one's correct. Upset and getting like, well, this is a calm down. Like we're just kidding around. Like, you know, don't, don't get your, you know, all mad right. about, you know, Owen is Owen's the middle child of the three but he's not really a middle child because of I'm the oldest and then Ben. So I guess technically Colin's the middle child. So there's all these different wacko like situations that go on between <sighs> who got whose attention, who got what for Christmas, who got what for this. But you know, it's, it, it's all of us being adults now is it's nice. It, it, it's pretty cool. Right. Everybody can drink. Everybody can hang out. Everyone's responsible for themselves. Yeah. Yeah. And meeting girlfriends and boyfriends and things along those lines, you know, it's a unique time. <laughs> and they all look at me. They all, they all want my approval. Everyone, I, they, they, they all want to know if, if I'm blessing, am I giving my blessing on these people? And I'm like, out of I, I tell them I don't care. I don't live here. Like, I want you to be happy. Are you happy? Yes. Okay, I'm good. Like, <laughs> it doesn't matter what I think. Yeah, but you're the oldest. So you're supposed to like set an example. If you don't like them, then let other people say they don't like them. And like, do you have to be, oh, it's like, I don't live here. Live. That's part of the process, though. Like that's I've had to do that my whole life, and like a lot of times, I just tell you the truth. Like that's yeah. my whole thing forever. I've told you Amen the truth. To I that. Tell people, good and bad, whatever. I'm don't the ask. friend that tells you what you need to hear, not what if you, you don't want to hear. You, yeah, you don't want the answer. You don't ask. Exactly. So it's I've coming. had to, I had these battles. Like, look, they're a jagoff. I don't know what to tell you. I'm not, it's, it's, listen. I just, this is what I see. I could be wrong, but you asked. Yep. And then it leads to, Dave, you're a jag off. Blah, 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 blah. You, what you do you know? You can't say this, Bob. Oh, yeah. I've heard it all. Oh, You've yeah. been married 20 years. You don't know what you're talking about. Okay. All right. Right. Good luck. <laughs> Good luck. Good luck Big to the day. brigade for Two you guys. Two weeks from today, one year anniversary, we're giving away the fucking store. <laughs> 
can't believe, I told you this is going to be a countdown. Yep. December 16th, circle it, mark it down, put it in your phone. Wait. Reminder, that show is going to be a lot of fun, but have a great weekend. We'll be back on Monday for another episode of BVB. Dave, Matt, talk to you Monday. Ow.